Hello world and welcome to We Live on a Planet. I am your host, Patrick. Thank you so much for joining me for this Monday, March 29th, 2021 episode 472 in the works. It is a chilly Winnie the Pooh type of day, blustery, 36 degrees Fahrenheit currently in central New York, feels like 23 Highs are going to be about 39 degrees Fahrenheit. Winds are whipping west, northwest, 28 miles per hour. That's what I meant by a Winnie the Pooh type of day, blustery. Tomorrow's supposed to be 64 degrees Fahrenheit, though. And then Thursday, 80% chance snow. Welcome to central New York. That's the way it is here. All right, we have a good show. When we come back, we'll dive into our quote. And then all the other things that we normally talk about right here at We Live on a Planet. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. We'll be right back. Whoa, we're back. We sound like we came back in a time machine. All right. This is an unknown author. But I wanted to share it with you because I need to hear this message myself. Oftentimes, not often, every time I have a quote I do it for myself, and then I share it with you. And here it is. No amount of love will be enough for you if you don't start loving yourself. You have to love yourself. And I found that to be true almost five years ago, almost six years ago, when I decided to get sober and go to rehab and make that life change and get away from alcohol. But, you know, alcohol is always right there. It's on ads, it's in stores, it's so socially acceptable that addiction is a tough one to beat. And I'm, you know, it it sounds so cliche, but I've said it before, sobriety is never owned. It's always rented and rent is due every day. So yeah, I have this sobriety in me, but I can't remember if I told you last episode how I had a weak moment and bought a tall can of Labatt Blue beer the other day. And I bought it and then got it home. And then I cracked it open and I looked at the can and I looked at the cracked open beer and I'm like, what am I doing? And then I dumped it right down the drain. I just dumped it down the drain. So that was three bucks of a almost... For three bucks, I almost threw away my sobriety. And so it's it was a close one. Like I said, it's always there. And you just uh, got to battle with it all the time. So speaking of being loving yourself, though, like I said with that quote, I've still been doing all my push-ups, and now I'm doing planking quite a bit, and I'm really enjoying planking. Um, it's, it feels so great. It just feels good. It feels good on your body core. My wife's got this yoga wobble board. And so you plank on that. So you've got to keep your balance as well as when you're doing it. But I'm trying to get into shape for scuba diving. I want to be all in shape for that. Um, My float went really well. If you follow the show, I told you how I was going to be going to Aqua Spa Float Center here in Oswego, New York. And I floated this time in the orb, 
you, they have these big, huge float tanks that we always go into. They're big enough. They're the largest in the industry. They're big enough for two people to be in it. But this orb one is small, and all it reminds me of is, I said it before, Mork, on Mork and Mindy, that TV show way back in the 80s or 70s. Robin Williams' spaceship was like an egg orb shape. And uh, that's what this is. It's an orb. So you get in and then you have a handle and you pull it down and you're in this cocoon type feeling. And it was warmer. It tended to be a little bit warmer. Not the water, but the air. So I enjoyed that because I get cold now that I've gotten older. And uh, 60 minutes in the tank. And at one time, I forgot I was where I was and I forgot I was floating. I thought, I don't know, it was like for just a split second, I felt like I was in gel or something because you're weightless. And and then I also felt like, even though I wasn't because of the, the way the cocoon is, you, you're not going to be moving, but I felt like I was moving. My body was slowly spinning counterclockwise, just like the second hand on a clock. And I just felt like I was moving that slow, just like, just spinning around in a little circle. And I wasn't, but it felt like it. So if you ever have that opportunity to try to do a float in a float tank, I really encourage you to do it. And after 25 to 30 minutes, it releases theta waves in your brain and, uh, all that up some salt in your body as well feels so good afterwards you feel the effects from floating afterwards and then being that we're members we also were hooked up with the oxygen bar you get a 10 minute free oxygen bar and I don't go to bars anymore so it's nice to go to this bar and hang out at a bar that is fun not that bars aren't fun but they aren't fun for me anymore all right we'll stick around when we come back we'll ramble a little bit more We'll be right back. Welcome back. Oh, I'm so glad I did not drink. I'm so glad. I thought I'd share that with you. I can't remember if I shared that with you the other day, though, but it is so close. So if you are struggling out there, know that it doesn't matter. You know, you can have five years, six years. You just stay you know day by day hour by hour minute by minute whatever it takes and uh mine like with the sit-ups or excuse me the push-ups and the planking anytime i get get a craving or anything i go into the yoga room and blast off a couple more push-ups and a couple more push-ups and i'm really seeing the effects in my body it's amazing when i take my shirt off now i'm like who is that in the mirror uh, I sent a picture to my buddy in Oregon. I just kind of lifted up my shirt and I was like, dude, <laughs> look at how much weight I've lost. And he's like, holy snake, you can, you've got a six pack. And I was like, I know. And here I am 51 years old and I've never, ever had a six pack in my life. I've been thin before, thinner but not where you can see the definition in my torso and everything like that. So that's 
pretty satisfying to be able to see the effects. It's almost like when you're mowing the lawn and you get to see the nice lines in the lawn, you get to see the instant gratification. Now, I haven't seen instant gratification from doing push-ups and planks. It's taken a little while, but now that it's coming, it's it keeps you going. I almost bought a scale the other day on Amazon, and then I was like, what am I thinking? I don't want a scale in the house. I don't need a scale to jump on and weigh myself because if I do that, I know my I know my brain. I know how this bipolar brain works. I would be on that scale all the time, and then I would be obsessed about the weight. And if I were to put on two pounds or three pounds, I would get all, what the heck happened? And so I'm like, nope, not doing that. I know I put some weight on the other day, though, just because we went to Rudy's. I was telling you guys the other day that we were going to go to Rudy's, which is a local fish fry that's been open forever right on Lake Ontario. And it was a great day to see my family. I saw my daughter and her boyfriend and then my nephew. It was really nice, but it was really cold because we're right. You're literally on the, the shores of Lake Ontario and it was cold but it's all fried food that's why i said i know i gained some weight then because i ate a lot of i had fried scallops and an order of fried clams and the fried scallops are really good but every year the price goes up the portion seems to go down so i only treat myself once a season one time a year to order of fried scallops and they're delicious i love scallops there's a lot to getting scallops, so you can understand why they're expensive. I um, Jumping topics, I finished my paint by numbers. It came out really good, I think. It, I, I did it just to do it, and then I was like, I'm going to do it, and then probably just toss it and throw it away. And I'm going to save it because it came out really nice. It was a really relaxing, therapeutic thing to do. I found it helped with my anxiety. It helped me slow down my racing thoughts. Um, I got a great deal on it, so that was awesome. Such that I enjoyed it, and I knew I was going to be finishing, that I went back to that um, arts and crafts store and bought two more paint-by-numbers. One is from the same company that I just painted, and then one is a different company, and it's a paint-by-number pro, it's called. And when you open that one up and look, it's horses, galloping horses, and it looks like it's going to be uh, kind of like a nightmare, actually. <laughs> I was looking, I'm like, these numbers and the areas, there's so many, and they're so small. And so um, I actually had to bring out, I have a woodworking tool called a Fordham, and it's like a Dremel on steroids, and I use that to do my woodworking and I have a set of, um, uh, all I can think of is like what jewelers put over their head and they have magnifying glasses on them. And I use those to when I'm woodworking. And so I, I brought those out the other day to do the paint by number to finish off because I had all kinds of fine details to do and what a difference they made. And so this paint by number that I just started the other day I started using these um, magnifiers right off the bat, and it's made a huge difference because I wear bifocals. My eyesight is 
gotten to where if I don't have my glasses on, I can't see. And then this little bit added magnification makes a huge difference. So if you want to see that paint by number, head on over to Instagram. My tag is Merrick370, M-E-R-R-I-C-370. You can take a peek at it. Okay, stick around. We'll be right back. And just like that, we're back. All right, I decided to stop rambling, and then we'll learn something. Get a wrinkle on our brain. I opened up the fact site, and today under science and nature and in space category, what is a worm moon? I've never heard of a worm moon. Have you heard of a worm moon? A worm moon might sound a little obscure, but it's the name of a specific moon of the year. All moons carry ancient names associated with seasonal elements, so you might be wondering what a worm moon symbolizes. I did. A worm moon is the last full moon of the winter equinox. The end of the winter equinox is when spring begins, and this is usually in March. Therefore, the worm moon is the first full moon that occurs in March. The worm moon appears around the 14th to the 15th day of the lunar cycle. Well, why is it called a worm moon? It's called a worm moon because it arrives at the end of the winter equinox. This occurs in March, and it symbolizes the end of the harsh winter and the beginning of spring. It is called the worm moon because the ground begins to thaw at this time of year. When this happens, you can see distinct tracks left from worms in the recently thawed ground. Across the northern hemisphere, there are similar events that re resemble a particular time of year. For example, February's full moon is called a snow moon because in the northern hemisphere, there is often heavy, heavy snowfall in February. Who first called it a worm moon? The lunar cycle first used as an ancient way of keeping track of the time of year. A lunar cycle is 29.5 days, and this would have been considered a full month. There are 13th full moons in each lunar cycle. By keeping track of the moon names, you would know which month you are in, indicating what season was approaching. The moons were given names to reflect relevant seasonal events. Hence, the full moon of March is called the worm moon, as it symbolizes the winter is over. By naming moons, it allowed humans to use the lunar cycle as, form, as a form of a calendar. It is thought that the worm moon name stems from the Native American culture and would have been used in Europe and other cultures in, northern, in the Northern Hemisphere. Is it always called a worm moon? Although the term worm moon is the most common name in Mar for March's first full moon, there are varying names. These are the are the chest chaste moon, death moon, crust moon, and sap moon. The chaste moon comes from the concept of March being the beginning of spring and is known as the time of year of birth and regrowth. However, the death moon's name contradicts the aspect of being about new life. This is because it is referring to the death of winter. 
The last moon symbolizes the winter is coming to an end and the death of the season. It is also a time of the year where our ancestors would have gone around collecting any dead or fallen trees of the, the winter and stored them for future fires. March is the transitional time of the seasons that changed from beginning harsh, deathly conditions to warm, fruitful surroundings. So yeah, a worm moon. Never heard of it. We learn something always. And uh, we live on a planet, well, usually. I shouldn't say always, but um, we got a little wrinkle on our brain. <laughs> Stick around when we come back. We'll head on over to the History Channel's website and get another wrinkle on those many wrinkles that we already have on our brain. We'll be right back. We are at the History Channel's website, history.com. On today's date, 1973, U.S. withdrawals from Vietnam. It took a while, though, um, for the last troops to finally leave Vietnam. And uh, you can open up that um, about Vietnam and about the troops, because there's a big, big article about it. And uh, it was on April 30th, 1975, the last few Americans still in South Vietnam were airlifted out of the country of Saigon. Or as out of the country as Saigon fell to the communist forces. Duh. Of course, not the country of Saigon. That's what I get for not reading completely, so I apologize. All right, on this day, also, an exploration, space exploration, 1974, the U.S. space probe Mariner visits Mercury. I can remember, back to the Vietnam thing, I can remember that I, I was born in 1970, and I don't remember the troops coming home, but I remember troops of uh, friends of my my parents that they knew that came back and I remember one time there were some of them some of my parents friends were sleeping there and I was just a little boy a little 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 kid real little and I for some reason this is terrible I don't know why I did this I was such an evil little child now that I'm gonna tell this story it sounds so terrible I'm like do I want to tell this uh, one of their friends was sleeping and he had just got back from Vietnam and all this kind of stuff. And I went into the refrigerator, grabbed, you know, those lemons that look like a real lemon with the green top that you unscrew and you can squirt that lemon juice into your water or tea or anything you want. For some reason, I thought it would be a good idea to grab this lemon juice and then go spray it in this guy's eye while he was sleeping. Yeah, I don't know why I did that. And I was so young, I don't remember what made me do that. What would, oh my God, I got to talk to my therapist about that because that was, I just talked to you about it. What do you think? That was, that was not good. But I, I remember knowing as soon as I did it, it was wrong because I remember running and 
you know, the guy waking, screaming, and what the heck is going on? What just happened? Maybe it's a false memory. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure I did that to this poor guy. And so I apologize to whoever that was. Wow, that was just really a weird memory that just came rushing back. Um, okay, 1929, U.S. Presidents Herbert Hoover has telephone evolved, <laughs> installed in the Oval Office. Oh, my God, what did I do that for? 1951, the Mad Bomber strikes in New York. 19, uh, on March 29, 1951, a homemade device explodes at Grand Central Station in New York City. I've been to Grand Central Station. It is enormous. I've only been to New York City one time in my life. The city is farther away than Canada is to me, so I can go visit Canada quicker than the city. Um, Civil War, the American Civil War, 1865. Appomattox, the final campaign in the Civil War begins. 1917 or 1917 World War I Swedish Prime Minister resigns over World War I policy and then in World War II 1945 patent tanks Frank patent tanks patent takes Frankfurt holy moly donut shop all right that's enough of the history channels website and enough about those weird memories that I just had come rushing back. I'm not an evil, bad person. I'm really not. I was probably um, three, three years old when I did this. So why, why I would do that, I have no idea. I must not have known it was lemon juice because a three-year-old would, I don't know. I could, I must have been about three. <laughs> How weird. Stick around. We'll, we'll finish off the show. We'll be right back. And welcome back. Thank you. That was kind of a quick show, it felt to me. Sometimes they feel a little quicker than others. Kind of raced by us. It was fun. I enjoyed coming out and talking with you. I always enjoy talking with you. Thank you so much for the support you give me. I just appreciate it, you know, from emails to just encouragement on Instagram to anything that keeps me going. You know, 470 some odd episodes, almost 500 episodes. You start second guessing yourself, wondering, you know, what is this? What am I doing? What is the end goal? And I don't know if there is an end goal. I don't know really what we live on a planet, what entails for it next. You know, I just keep, as long as you're listening, I'm making podcasts. And you are, and I appreciate it. You can reach me over at my website at WLOAP.com. From there, there's a little voice icon, a little phone icon, I should say push that phone icon, it will ring right to my Google voicemail. It rings five times before it picks up to the voice. Then you can leave me a voicemail and it can be played right on the podcast so the rest of the world can hear your voice and you can share your thoughts and ideas too because I would love to play them on the podcast. 
Um, from there too, you can subscribe. Once you become a subscribe to my website, you'll know every time there's a new podcast that's out. You can do that wherever you listen to your podcast. So I, I, I always encourage people to, if you're listening through Apple, subscribe to my podcast. That way you'll know when a new podcast is out. That's where most of my listeners come from is Apple. Most of you guys are listening through Apple. Anyways. So thank you so much for your time. The most valuable gift you could ever give me. I appreciate it and I can never give it back to you. And then let's go over our quote one more time. No amount of love will be enough for you if you don't start loving yourself. Try to love yourself today. And also try to do your best to stay curious and not judgmental. Not always easy. But it's a good thing to, a good motto to try to do. Thanks so much for your time. I'll talk to you again real soon. Peace, my friends.